Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice a week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter. You can listen to the 10 minute body scan meditation and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. Today, I'll be talking about clearing versus managing your anxiety. It's a great topic that comes up over and over again, both in emails and in private sessions. So I hope you'll stay tuned. Clearing or managing, what's the difference, right? You say, I feel a bit better and I'm coping with or managing my anxiety panic. Well, the difference really is like night and day. To manage our anxiety, we find tips and tricks and props and crutches to keep the anxiety panic to a dull roar. And we manage to get through our days and we think that's it. Well, I think I got good news and bad news today. The good news is that isn't it. And the bad news is that isn't it. That isn't all. You can really get a lot further. You don't need to just manage your anxiety panic. You can actually clear it so you are no longer hypersensitized. How we do that is actually good news too because we get to, it's about our thinking again. It's not about not using the tips and the tools and the props and the crutches. We need those. And we need them and we use them, but there is more. So let's get on with this. Many of the tips and tricks work, and they work by helping us with the acute anxiety, by giving us enough relief to calm down in order to get through our day and in order to get a different and better perspective on our entire situation, this entire anxiety, panic situation. We can't seem to get into a healing mode when we are in this acute stage of it being happening in the moment. If you're having, it's like when we talk about meditation and people say, well, I want to be able to meditate to get out of a panic attack. Well, the sad truth is that that is not what the meditation is for. And that is not when you can use meditation to your benefit. It will be almost impossible to sit and get into a deep state of being able to see your thoughts clearly and have 
conscious awareness of what your thoughts and feelings are when you're in a panic state. So in the same way, we need to look at these other things that we're using and we want to use them to help us get to a place to where we can actually change our minds, when we can actually retrain our minds to not be hypersensitive and being caught up in the fight or flight cycle. This new perspective gives us a chance to learn to absorb what we need to do and what we need not to do to fully clear our anxiety panic. What is this that we need to learn to do? Okay, so first, what do we need to learn to do? We need to learn to accept and to surrender rather than fighting and denying or seeking something or someone to do it for us. Very common, very common. So if you're doing this, take heart, be kind to yourself and understand that this is how the mind works. It's natural to want to reach out to something external to help you. So take heart, but also know that really the big changes are going to come after you've calmed the nervous system enough so that you can do the real work. You get to where you can see um, where the tips, the tricks, the techniques, and the processes, um, they can turn from their original purpose, which is to help, and they help greatly to calm us down enough and to fill in the gaps, because often there are gaps. There's nutritional gaps. You can have vitamin and mineral deficiencies. Other gaps and changes that can be uh, happening are you need to clear out food allergies. You might need to cut out caffeine. You might be wanting to add herbal supplements. You might love to get acupuncture and feel good momentarily, even maybe for a day or two, uh, a nice calmer state from getting your acupuncture or any of these other things, Uh, doing yoga going organic, meditating, journaling, and so on. The list is a mile long, and you probably have a lot of your own that we don't even talk about here. Everybody's individual. And so wait, you're saying wait. But those are the things that you talk about on the Anxiety Coaches podcast. And you're telling us those are the things we could try, and now you're trying to tell us that they are crutches or... Uh, that they are not the answer. Well, the reality is, yes, they are crutches and they are crutches are necessary until you get to where you can put weight on the leg again and then you don't need the crutch. Same thing here with your anxiety panic. You need a lot of things that we talk about to help bring you down, to bring you to the place where you can actually do the work. So yes, These are all things to get you calm enough to do the work. And when I talk about the work, I mean the accepting and the surrendering, the retraining of the mind, which is where your anxiety panic drops. And you can easily move back into your parasympathetic nervous system after a jolt of of stress, right? Because when we get that jolt of stress in our system, 
It releases adrenaline, cortisol, and a whole cascade of stress reaction happens. Let's remember, this nervous system that we have in these human bodies is set up to keep you alive and well. We go into the stress response, which is the sympathetic nervous system, when we need to protect ourselves. This is our nervous system's way of getting us ramped up to take care of ourselves and keep us alive. Now, I have an example that I use often. Um, I used it recently in our group coaching membership program call. Crossing the street. Crossing a busy street. You've got perhaps your cup of decaf coffee in your hands, and you're walking across the street. You step off the curb. You've looked both ways, but you step off the curb, not seeing anything, and a car comes from around the corner that you didn't see, and you make some amazing moves, actually. You jump back up on the curb. Maybe your cup of decaf goes flying and your heart is pounding. You may be sweating. You didn't even think about it. It all just happened. This is your stress response. This is your stress response keeping you alive. And this is very important. So if you are a non-anxious person, you would dust yourself off, pick your empty decaf coffee cup up, throw it away, and uh, kind of do maybe a little a little shiver up the spine from a close call, or maybe you shake it out a little bit. But then you go on, you walk across the street when it's safe again, and you don't give it too much more thought. That was happened, you're safe, you're sound, and now you go on. And 90 seconds later, we generally, after something like that happens, return to our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our default, which is where the um, cortisol and the other stress hormones clear out. They settle down. It really is, in humans and animals, about a minute and a half. Once you feel safe, a minute and a half, 90 seconds, you're just chilling again. But what happens? This clearing out and this returning back to calm is how our nervous system keeps us well, right? So it sparks up, it ramps up into stress to keep us alive, and then it soothes down again and to keep us well, because that's where repair happens. That's where we restore, right? That stuff, repairing and restoring does not happen when we are in our stress response. The challenge arises as we keep ourselves in the stress cycle, the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle. When we are stuck in that loop day in and day out, We are never clearing out those stress hormones until we fall asleep into bed and well, until we fall into bed and hopefully fall asleep, right? We are adding fuel to this stress response many, many times during the day. And this is where the trouble happens. This is where we need to pay attention. 
if we can interrupt this cycle and be like the first scenario where I said the non-anxious person jumped up on the curb, realized they were safe after the car zoomed by, picked up their coffee cup, dusted themselves off, maybe had a shiver up the spine from a close call, shakes it out a little bit somehow, and goes on about their day. The anxious person does not do that. The anxious person, the person who is hypervigilant, the person who is hair trigger response to all of that is happening in their life, will jump up on the curb. They'll be okay, but they will say, oh my goodness, I could have been run over. I could have been killed. Oh my God, then what would have happened to my children? And then what would have happened to this? And then what would have happened to that? You know where I'm going. Because if you have anxiety, you may have thoughts that pan out like that. What happens is, instead of taking 90 seconds after being safe and registering safety to our mind and body, we add fuel to the the little bit of fire. It was coming down because we were safe, but we add thoughts to it that inflame and keep us in that fear, adrenaline, fear cycle. This is why we recommend all the tips and tricks and supplements and treatments and so on. We recommend them here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast to get you to interrupt the fear, stress, fear cycle. That hormonal cascade that continues day in and day out. We use these tips and tricks. We use them. And they, and we may use them for a long time. They, we may use them ongoing because some of the things we discover may be things that we needed all along. Because like I'm saying, to fill the gaps, anxiety can be a gift in some ways because we realize, oh, I didn't know I needed that. Oh, I didn't know I had blood sugar issues. So there may be things that we add that we end up using for the rest of our lives. But it is very important that we remember that it is not those things that are the cure. The cure to anxiety and panic is in the retraining of the thinking, the actual being able to change our mind. The clearing of anxiety, panic comes from doing the work of accepting and surrendering versus fighting with the stress and being in battle with it. To fully clear anxiety, panic, embrace the tools that help you. Thank them and know that they are assisting you to find your own inner peace and freedom, which you find from changing your mind. I hope today's show has been helpful. And before I read today's quote, I want to offer you all a chance to join our group coaching membership program. And you can find that on the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching. We'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space, 
lies our freedom and our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our happiness. And that's from Viktor Frankl. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.